Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, thank you for tuning in to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle and I am One Organized Mama. Episode 99, my favorite podcasts. So this episode was inspired by you, my amazing, wonderful listeners. So I actually have a Google form where I ask for feedback from the show. And so I've had several of you fill that out. And one of the repeat questions that I've had when I ask, what would you like to hear more of on the podcast has been, well, tell us what podcasts you listen to. So I've been a self-proclaimed podcast junkie. I mean, when I go through this list, you guys are going to, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to them probably a minimum of four times a week. I sort of have like almost a podcast routine where, and I, I listen to some audiobooks too, but like driving in the morning, um, on my morning walk, um, as I'm sort of like cleaning the house, that type of thing, um, And so there's quite a few on here. Now, there's one category that sort of dominates. um, So I kind of have sort of categorized these for you a bit. Uh, the, The category that dominates is the real estate. So I am dual career. I'm a podcaster and coach with One Organized Mama, my business that I started back in 2012. And I'm also super passionate about real estate. So I'm licensed in two different states and love learning and really feel very strongly that when you're in that industry, you have to stay on top of what's going on, especially when there's a market shift. So forgive me for the long list of real estate related podcasts that I listen to. But hey, I have found a lot of people who are not in the industry like to listen to them too. So And a lot of people too are always considering, well, maybe I should get my license. So I have something for you as well. Um, I've also added um, a few YouTube channels because sometimes you can listen to a YouTuber like as a podcast. And um, I just figured I'd throw those in as well, just to give a shout out to my fellow content creators out there that are working super hard to create really captivating, informative, and interesting content to push out there, um, which I absolutely, I I really enjoy and I really love. So let's get started. All right. So if you are interested in real estate, these are you, and you're looking for a podcast just to kind of learn about it. Maybe you've wanted to get into real estate investing. Maybe you're interested in the short-term rental market. What is it like to be a landlord? Like just starting to learn about real estate investing, I highly recommend Bigger Pockets, very well-known podcast in the real estate world. So Bigger Pockets podcast, but they've actually become like quite the entity in the podcasting world for real estate podcasts. 
And they have another podcast, which I actually really like a lot, called On the Market. So I'll kind of go back between the two just to kind of hear like what's going on. Um, They'll bring on um, a slew of experts, do a lot of interviews. um, And it's just a really great way to sort of kind of take take the temperature of what's going on in the market. What are the predictions, for example, like the market shift that we're currently going through? They talk a lot about like interest rates. What are, what are they looking at? Like what direction is the Fed going? Just a really great way to sort of educate yourself about real estate in general. And again, keeps a really great thumb on their pulse on what's currently going on in the real estate market. So bigger pockets and on the market. Okay. So what if you're like, hmm, I've always kind of thought about getting my real estate license. Well, I have one podcast in particular that I tell everyone who's studying for a real estate exam. So for those of you that are in, or that don't quite know, generally speaking, and this may be different in each state because I have learned being licensed in two different states, things can be quite different. But I have learned, but generally speaking, I had to take a state exam and a national exam. So when you're studying for your test, you're studying essentially for two different exams. Prep agent, I found super, super helpful. Um, So if you just type in prep agent to any um, podcast search or just even Google it, I think they have a lot of stuff like on social media. They do like webinars on Facebook. You can join as a membership. And I think the membership was, I mean, it was like less than $100 for an entire year. It was actually really inexpensive considering the, uh, the options out there. Now, what I loved about Prep Agent is that some of his uh, podcasts were actually really, really small, and they went through sort of the real estate terminology and the definitions. So for instance, secondary market. So, you know, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, when you're trying to study and learn about this stuff, and you're kind of like, wait, hold on, you know, trying to get a handle on it. That was the podcast that really explained it to me where I was like, oh, I get this. And so super, super helpful if you're thinking of studying for a real estate exam. Again, it mostly focuses on the terminology, things that would be, for instance, on a national exam. Um, A lot of times, again, states will have you take two exams. The other one is more state-specific you know, real estate laws that are specific to your state and your communities. So prep agent. Now, if you are in real estate, I have several podcasts that I adore. They have helped me set up systems for my business. They have helped me really garner and and create really great ideas for um, marketing, for uh, follow up with clients. And I mean, I go through these podcasts religiously. A lot of them have episodes that I've listened to several times, especially when it came to setting up systems in my business. So that was something that was really, really important to me, especially because, like I said, you know, making a move, learning a whole new market, it's really important to be super organized when you're in real estate. So if you are a fan of Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles, did you know that 
David Parnas and James Harris have a podcast. They do. It's actually pretty good. It's called Rise Above the Ranks. So they don't have a lot of episodes out yet. But what I have found is that I just love their story. I didn't realize that they actually haven't been in real estate that long. And so for them to get to the point that they were at, was a, it's a really great and motivating story. They also have something called The Blueprint, which I think is like more of like a newsletter. I haven't actually signed up for it yet. But just really fun to see that perspective from some of your favorite TV personalities and then to actually see them in action and tell you the exact steps that they did and to share that with you was is actually really, I love it. So rise above the ranks. All right. This is a super popular podcast. It's called Hustle Humbly. Um, Alyssa and Katie are amazing. I They have such a great um, way with their podcast with two because a lot of times it's hard to have a rapport um, with two people on a podcast um, and they do a really phenomenal job. I've never noticed any kind of awkward silences. They are actually competitors in their market and man, do they have some of the most phenomenal practical ideas when it comes to real estate. Two super, super smart gals in the real estate field. And I think they're in New Orleans. So hustle humbly. All right. Next, the Tom Ferry podcast. Now Tom Ferry is known for his like motivational Mondays podcast, where it's like a one or two minute thing just to kind of like get you motivated for the week. I also like Tom. He'll bring on a lot of guests to talk about the current state of the market, but also I think he has like a coaching. It's kind of like the Brian Buffini um, thing where you can join in some of his coaching. So the Tom Ferry podcast. All right. This one, I haven't actually heard a lot of um, people talk about, but I will say he's helped me a lot. And it's Michael Montgomery's real estate agent podcast. So real estate agent podcast. Um, what I like about Michael's podcast, he's just very to the point. Um, there's not a lot of fluff with it. When I was first starting out, he uh, there were certain just challenges, like, for instance, facing rejection. I mean, that's hard, right? And so I actually found a lot of really great resources on his podcast to sort of kind of like get over some of those humps, um, really practical advice that I love. All right. Real Estate Rockstars is another um, popular one. Um, Pat Hyben and Aaron Amujastegi. <clears throat> but anyway, they do a lot of interviews with a lot of different real estate professionals across the country. You get to hear their story, just like with James and David and theirs. It's always great to hear from people who have a lot of success, and especially when they're willing to share how they got there. It can be very inspiring and give you some great ideas on how to build your own journey to success. All right. Jennifer Myers does a phenomenal one. Now, she doesn't post a podcast episode very frequently, but man, was she helpful when it came to my listing appointments. And that is Confessions of a Top Producing Real Estate Agent. So again, Confessions of a Top, top Producing Real Estate Agent. 
If you want to hear about the best way to set up a listing appointment, I highly recommend going back and listening to some of her episodes. All right, last one in the real estate category, and then I'll move on. All right, this is Women Rocking Real Estate. Jen Percival, what I absolutely love, there were some episodes in there, especially about building the systems for your business, like kind of organizing your business that I listened to probably a minimum of four times each because there are so many different moving parts in any business, but especially with real estate. And you have to stay on top of stuff. And so I went through and listened to, I think it's like a four-part series. I listened to each episode a minimum of four times and took to heart everything that she shared as far as setting up her business. So those are all my podcasts I listen to. I mean, right? And I still have more. So basically, I am, I kind of actually set up my day. So if it's in the morning, that's generally when I'm listening to business related podcasts. Um, I do give myself a break later in the day. So I definitely have some fluff on here. Um, where, but I really want it like my day, I treat both businesses as if they were a job, like as if, you know, I have a boss. I'm very serious about my businesses. Um, and so I really feel like, feel very strongly that education is when you are an entrepreneur or small business owner, you have to stay on top of stuff in whatever your field is. Um, and so I, I just feel very strongly about it. So my mornings are really dedicated to anything kind of small business related um, when it comes to podcasts. Now, general small business. So if you're in small business in general, um, I have a few suggestions for you as far as podcasts. My first and favorite long time a favorite that um, I read the book way back, gosh, in 2012, when I first, first started One Organized Mama is Dave Ramsey's Entree Leadership. Absolute phenomenal book. Um, such practical advice. Again, Dave holds back, holds no punches, like no fluff, just very practical, no nonsense advice when it comes to building a business. Um, Really helps you on the financial side too, because it's hard. It's hard with business. Like when we're not getting a paycheck every two weeks, you know, we have that roller coaster of sometimes the money's coming in and sometimes it's not coming in that much or at all. So you have to ride that financial roller coaster. And Dave really focuses on that. And that was super helpful. Um, And I'm grateful that I read that when I first entered the world of small business. All right. So Entree Leadership. And there's a book. There's also a podcast. And it's just great to hear again from other people in small business. I feel like we can all learn so much from each other. All right. The next small business one is a very popular one. And that is Goal Digger by Jenna Kutcher. Goal, G-O-A-L, Goal Digger. Isn't that catchy? All right. So if you're in the small business world, you probably have heard of Jenna Kutcher and her Goal Digger. Phenomenal. So she started out as a wedding photographer in the Midwest and then became just this marketing guru. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, I will say I listened, I used to listen to a lot of different small business podcasts. 
And then I was like, I feel like they kind of went a little crazy the past few years. A lot of them got super political. You had to know their personal opinions on everything. And it was just not super helpful. And I will say for the most part, Jenna didn't really go down that crazy path where she was preaching her beliefs or anything like that. She stayed pretty much out of the fray when it came to that, didn't get into anything controversial. And that is why I actually really appreciate her. There were a lot of other ones that I was listening to and they just kind of went, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to escape all the craziness in the world. And, you know, I'd go onto these podcasts and next thing I know, they're talking about stuff that I'm trying to escape from. So I really appreciate that um, Jenna Kutcher kind of just kept her eye on the prize and kind of kept going. Now she's a mom. So it's really um, great to hear about her perspective about being a small business owner. Although I wouldn't call her exactly small anymore. She has quite the empire. But how she has built that, how she is continuing that through motherhood and all of the challenges that she faces with that, but how she continues to grow. She's incredibly inspiring. Now, I told you I had one that I do listen to that's in the organizing world, and that is uh, Samantha Browns. You've heard her on the podcast, and that's Pro Organizers Coach. So, Samantha Brown is someone that I actually mentored. Gosh, it's been a couple of years. I can never remember if it was two or three years ago. But anyway, and then she did some coaching for me um, when she, uh, she's a great life coach. But uh, her, she really found her passion was really helping other people with their professional organizing businesses. So she had built a, a successful career in Tennessee and then decided to pay it forward. Um, so the, what I love about pro organizers coach podcast is again, hearing from other people in this industry, share their experiences. And even as I listen to them, I'm like, gosh, that is such a great idea. Um, and I think that again, if you're thinking of starting a business, I, you know, in this industry, there are so many things that you can do. So she has the entire spectrum of people who are doing stuff more on the virtual sense or digital all the way to like what I did sort of, uh, like I say, in the trenches with your clients, like you're in those closets, you're in the garage, you are, you know, working through those projects with your clients. So you'll see the entire spectrum on her podcast and she does a great job interviewing them. Okay. So I have, I call it kick in the pants. Um, so under the category of kick in the pants, I only have one and I, I, I kind of go through every once in a while, I'll need like a little bit of motivation with something, but for the most part, motivation isn't necessarily my, uh, my weakness. Like I usually am a pretty motivated person. It's just trying to like get everything together and, um, and just be more consistent. But I will say once in a while, I also need a kick in the pants. And I love the Ed Milet show for that. I think Ed just does a really great job of just really kind of motivating you, kind of getting you fired up a little bit. He has a lot of guest speakers on, um, a lot of really great inspiring stories from people. 
And if you just kind of need someone just kind of like, oh, like finish a podcast and feel like I can go conquer the world, give the Ed Milet show a try. All right. Financial. Okay. Under this category, I probably my very first, you know, you're getting old sometimes when you like to listen to, um, like people talk rather than music on the radio. And maybe I realized that in my mid thirties when I started listening to the Dave Ramsey, uh, uh, radio show. So it was on the radio and we did, my husband and I did financial peace university. Now we don't all full disclosure. We don't follow it to a T. I do. I have, I'm a travel credit card person. I have one hotel, one airline. I do pay them off in full. I pretty much pay them off every week. Um, cause I like to rack up the points and stuff. So full disclosure, I don't follow Dave Ramsey, uh, to a T like I once did way back when. So, but I will say it was actually really, um, his program, Financial Peace University did get us out of debt. And so we are very smart, um, with when it comes to credit. So have had to learn a lot of lessons throughout the years. I tell my kids now that they're getting older, I'm always like, hey, you guys should take Financial Peace University. I just, I mean, you want to talk about no nonsense, not in a million years would I ever call Dave Ramsey's show because he, I mean, he has a big heart. And, but man, he is tough on people. And I always kind of like cringe a little bit when I hear someone ask a question, I was like, oh, I know how this is going to go. And it's not going to go well for that person. I mean, he's kind, he's respectful about it, but I can't help but cringe a little bit sometimes. But I love listening to the stories. Um, I think the advice is very practical. Um, So we do generally follow his um, baby steps that he calls them. Very practical. Um, We always make sure we have savings. Um, That's definitely a, a priority to us. And it's just been really, really helpful throughout the years. Um. So financial, the Dave Ramsey show. And again, from the Dave Ramsey show came Entree Leadership. So that's how I found out about that. And if you just look up the Dave Ramsey organization, I think it's called, there are a lot of different um, podcasts and a lot of resources. So if you need stuff for children, young adults, um, it's, uh, there's, a ton of resources now under his organization. So I highly recommend. Okay. The next category I have under family. Okay. So when we do family road trips or we drive anywhere, we have a family favorite podcast and it is called Graveyard Tales. And there are two gentlemen, Adam and Matt, who do such a phenomenal job with this podcast. Now you're like Graveyard Tales. Okay, so it does talk about some kind of wacky and kooky stuff out there. UFOs, haunting, haunted places, ghost stories. Again, my children tend to be a little bit older, but even my middle schooler just really loves this and gets a kick out of it. But what I really kind of like about this podcast and what we sort of appreciate is that they actually kind of go through the history of a place. And so it's sort of this history lesson and we love to travel. We love road trips. And so it's a lot of fun to 
especially when we were driving across country, this is what we listen to a lot. And we're like, oh my gosh, we're passing through that town tomorrow. And to hear sort of the history and then to have the fun element of sort of the, the, you know, supernatural, paranormal, whatever. It's a lot of fun. Now, my kids and I, that's kind of a little bit of a, uh, we love anything like regarding UFOs or Bigfoot sightings, all of that. So if there's my husband does not just full disclosure, he would want me to not drag him into this what he calls nuttiness um, that we enjoy. But when I watch something on TV, for the most part, I just want to be entertained. I, as you all see, I'm filling my brain with stuff all day long. So that's why I watch the wackiest TV on earth, because I just need escapism. And so my kids have also kind of just adopted, they think it's hilarious. They think it's fun to watch like the UFO stuff, the Bigfoot stuff. We just crack up at it. We love it. So Graveyard Tales, highly recommend. If you want just like something that has some substance to it when it comes to to that category, supernatural. Um, But like I said, also kind of learning the history of different places and stuff is actually really great. Okay. Um, Oh, for family also, I actually have a YouTube channel. Um, My youngest and my husband love fishing. It's crazy how much my middle schooler loves fishing. Like he, like, it's like he has this inner old man inside of him and he's a super active, super talkative kid. And so people actually didn't believe us. And we're like, yeah, he can literally sit for hours and fish, like sit in silence. And people were like, really? I'm like, yeah, I, I'm kind of shocked too. So the kid is uber passionate about fishing. He knows a lot about fishing. Um, and so one of his favorite YouTube channels is Outdoor Boys. Okay, so that was him. So my husband, he and my husband have this like tradition. They would watch an outdoor boys video together, um, you know, on the weekends or whatever. Uh, I think there's like an episode released every Saturday. So that was sort of their weekend tradition. Well, a few times I caught myself kind of walking by and I was like, I would start to get into this and not for the fishing part, but this family, and I didn't write down their names. I'm drawing a total blank on the names of the family. But anyway, it's a dad and his three little boys. And he does everything from fishing to camping to survival stuff. Um, But one of the things I love is they take these family trips and they travel abroad a lot. And I and the the wife goes along. She's super sweet. She reminds me of my sister. Um, they sometimes have his sister that has gone along on a few of the trips, and they're just recording with with their phones, I guess. And they're recording their adventures as they travel. They did one trip from the southernmost point on North America, which is in the Florida Keys. And they literally drove all the way to the Arctic, so the very tippy top of Alaska, um, and and documented this trip. And um, I'll be honest, like when we were, I watched it, my son and husband already watched it. I do kind of have them fast forward through some of the fishing stuff. I find some of the fishing stuff a little bit boring. So I'm like, can you guys fast forward through this part? But I don't know. There's just something really fun. Um 
and enjoyable. The dad is, you know, they're phenomenal parents. They have a lot of fun with their kids. I think they're actually really inspiring. They're very devout uh, churchgoers. So you'll see they'll get ready for church on Sunday. They go to church even when they travel abroad. Um, so just a really great, fun show to watch. It's easy. There's no drama. It's great just to have something that you can just sit as a family and not have to worry about like explaining anything awkward to your kids or anything. So Outdoor Boys on YouTube, if you, if you are interested in that type of thing. Okay. The last category I have is called Guilty Pleasure. So, um, when once in a while, I love Joe Rogan. I love a good Joe Rogan episode. Sometimes I just want to like, I love how he just deep dives. He just deep dives into some of these conversations with people. And I just think it's absolutely fascinating. And so his brain is really interesting to me how it works and what he thinks about super interesting guy. And I love sometimes an episode of the Joe Rogan show. All right, definitely not for small children. And this is something like, but my husband and I are huge fans of Burt Kreischer, the comedian, huge fans. So he and Tom Segura, who I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not a big Tom Segura fan. He's a little too much for me. So I, again, I, I find myself cringing a lot, but I do think that two bears, one cave is pretty hilarious. I do like the two of them together. So again, not for children. So if my husband and I are taking a trip, a little trip somewhere, we'll put on an episode and just kind of crack up. Um, so two bears, one cave, as long as children aren't my youngest, obviously I have older kids that can handle this. I'm not saying shelter them forever, but anyway, two bears, one cave. All right. I love, love reality TV. So um, I'll watch I'll watch most of the Real Housewives. Funny, probably because I'm kind of from the West Coast. I tend to stick to the West Coast ones like Salt Lake City, Orange County, Beverly Hills. I love Dallas. I'm so heartbroken they took it off. Um, and again, I don't know why. I, I don't watch. Um, I will watch New York, um, but I can never get into some of the ones on the East Coast. And so I just... I don't know. Maybe it's just I'm not familiar with the places and um, whatever. So maybe now that I live on the East Coast, I'll probably start watching them more. Maybe they'll become more familiar. I love Sister Wives. Uh, Gosh, what else do I watch? 90 Day Fiance. Oh, judge me. Go ahead and judge me. It's okay. Um, What else do I love? Mostly a, a lot of stuff on Bravo. I've gotten kind of burned out on below deck. I used to absolutely love it, but I feel like it's literally on constantly. And now I can't even keep up with who's what, where, where did this person come from? Wait, what's going on? There's just, it seems like overload on that one. Um, But yeah, I love me some reality TV. So there's a podcast that talks about some of my favorite podcasts to listen. It's from two former reality wives, although I think one is returning. And that would be two teas in a pod. Yes, Tamara and Teddy. Tamara being from the Real Housewives of Orange County and Teddy Mellencamp from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So they do a podcast together. Super fun to hear. I mean, they're, again, not for children's ears. So it's definitely something I listen to like 
you know, when kiddo, my kiddo is not around, <clears throat> excuse me, but super fun. Um, just to hear their take. I mean, I'll be honest. I really listened to it for Tamara. I, she's one of my all time favorite. I mean, I wish they would bring back Tamara and Vicky. I mean, I could watch a, a, a reality show with just those two. Vicky is ridiculous and I love her. And a lot of times, sometimes like the past couple of seasons of Orange County have been kind of, I'll be honest, I feel like kind of blah because they don't have Tamara and Vicky. So I'm interested to see because I think I heard that Tamara's going back. So hopefully it'll be kind of interesting again, but two T's in a pod. All right. What else do I have here? Okay. Last two under guilty pleasure, actually last two for the whole episode. All right. <clears throat> Both of them are YouTube channels. Okay. I am obsessed with the royal family, the British royal family. I'll be honest. I have wanted to like Meghan Markle. Like I was rooting for her from the beginning and I just wanted to like her so much. And then I just, ugh, I just, I, I have tried. I've given it my all. I mean, I have tried and I just don't know what they're doing. And it just actually makes me feel, but I also equally, I love Kate. I just think she is the epitome of what you would want to see in a, in, in a princess and a future queen consort. I absolutely adore her. I died. If you haven't seen the video of Louis at the Queen's Jubilee, where he is like hitting his mom and like, she has to like, <clears throat> she knows like eyes from around the world are watching her in that moment. <clears throat> excuse me. And she handles it like a champ. I mean, he is hilarious. I mean, I've been in that situation where he's just like hyped up on candy and he's just been like kind of feeling the vibes and the energy of everything. And he's four years old. And then he goes like cuckoo on his mom in front of the entire world. And she handled it like beautifully. But it was actually really funny and very relatable to watch. And I just super love them. And I think I had hoped that like she and Megan would just be great friends and we could see more of them. And I was totally, totally on board in the beginning. And Harry and Megan, what are you doing? I'm sorry. I just can't get on board with what they're doing. So all of that to be said is there's a YouTuber that I have absolutely loved. Her name is Brittany and she does Royal News Network. <clears throat> Love her. Ab I literally <laughs> check for her videos. I don't even really get on social media that much in the morning. I've tried to, to kind of wean myself from that habit. But I have found because right now at, at there, this book is coming out and these, these Netflix, you know, reality series are coming out and all this stuff is coming out. So I feel like you're hearing all these crazy stories every day. So I actually have been checking her channel when I wake up in the morning, like as I'm sipping on my coffee a little bit just to see, ooh, what else has, has been um, out. And she just, she's, I think she's kind of in the same boat as me. She's not a big fan, but I feel like at one point she really was trying to be like maybe a uh, jump on board with Harry and Meghan, but I have to admit it's, it's hard to, I think that they've just kind of <clears throat> lost a lot of people that could potentially have been fans of theirs. So she gives a really great commentary on pretty much everything that they're doing. And um, as does she also give commentary on general, on the, the other royals, including other royal families in Europe that, who knew that there were so many still around? 
But anyway, Royal News Network, it's a YouTube channel, but I listen to it more like a podcast. I kind of carry it around with me um, and listen to her very uh, uh, captivating commentary on the royal family. All right, last one. Again, my love of reality TV. Apparently, I am not alone because there is another YouTuber and he is an actual psychologist or psychiatrist. I don't know. Forgive me. I don't know. I just know the name of his YouTube channel is called Pop Psych. Now, this he's been all over the Sister Wives thing because if you are watching Sister Wives, what is going on there? I mean, like the tell-alls with Cody, just what is going on there? I literally found myself watching the tell-alls when Cody would talk. I was like, couldn't grasp what he was saying. So I would have to rewind and re-listen. And I did it like two or three times on some of his rants because I'm like, I have no idea what he's, he's saying. And so I love this guy because he's really kind of he's really kind of taken this approach kind of analyzing that's what i'm trying to say he sort of analyzes what they're saying and gives you some insight and basically kind of you know his opinion his his professional opinion on what he thinks is going on there so really interesting stuff um and yeah really kind of enjoy it so anyway <clears throat> Again, I don't lis- listen to or watch all of these every single day. This is sort of like a, you know, you know how sometimes you're just in the mood for something different. Um, and so I kind of do like a rotation and, hey, what am I kind of in the mood for? Um, and sort of do some, you know, like I said, a little rotation through my uh, podcast series, but I'm always on the search for new podcasts. I'm like probably every other week I'll do search and I'll type in different categories and just see if anything new has popped up. So you guys continue to uh, reach out to me, click on the Google form. It is in the show notes of this podcast. I'm asking you just a little bit about yourself. You can share as much or as little as you want because I just, I love having just sort of a name to something or I know I have listeners that are in several different countries. It's really fun to see who's listening to me where. Um, I just ask a few questions like how long have you been a listener? What topics are, are most important to you? What areas in your life do you struggle with? But also, you never know. I'll come on. I've had, like I said, I had several people ask me what podcasts I listen to. And so here's my list. So I'm happy to answer your questions on this podcast. I definitely want to, I'm always trying to make this more interactive. I would love for it to be more so. So I do have another way where you can join in. I have a membership program where you can get some one-on-one coaching with me or meet other members. I have an exclusive Facebook group, or you can help keep this podcast ad-free with Buy Me a Coffee. So there is a link to Buy Me a Coffee also in the show notes. Take a peek over there, see what's going on. If you're interested in joining in any of the monthly memberships, I have three different levels. Um, Pink is only $9 a month. Um, The green is $49 a month, and it... and you can jump into group Zooms once a month. 
And then if you really want some one-on-one coaching, you really want to kind of dive in into wherever you're at in your life. Um, I have a red level and that's $249 a month. You don't have to sign up for many months. You could just try it out for one month if that's something you'd like to do. But all of the different levels do have a monthly topic. So you'll be the first to know about what the monthly topic is. Um, But also, again, it's an exclusive Facebook group. So you can't be in the Facebook group unless you're a member. So it's something new that I'm trying. I love how a lot of my listeners through different avenues have connected over the years. And so I just want to keep that growing. So click on over at buy me a coffee, check out what I'm doing over there. And again, keep the responses coming on that Google form. Tell me a little bit about yourself and give me some more suggestions for things you want to hear on the podcast. So thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you got some really great ideas from this podcast and you can add to your own repertoire. So I'll see you next time. 